How did you cope with your trauma after it happened, after your assault or rape? How do you cope now? What did you do then? Or what do you do now to move forward? How is this working out for you? We may have learned about many ways we can cope with our trauma in a positive way. Perhaps we can remember the basic five coping skills. You know, breathing, grounding, body awareness, visualization, and self-compassion. Or perhaps we may be familiar with this other list. Acknowledgement, making self-care a priority, social connection, reduces stress at work and life. No matter what strategies or strategy lists we may have and we try to follow, the point I think is to do what works best for us. Some days we may want to practice all of the ones that I listed, other times maybe less than half, where other days it will be something completely different. We may even choose a coping mechanism depending on what we need that day, that moment. Anything that helps us go through the day. What I think is important also is to be aware of what you're doing. Pay attention to what you're doing, what actions you're taking to make your triggers affect you less. My go-to coping mechanism to reduce my stress are grounding exercises, breathing, and social connections. Other times, I practice visualization and acknowledgement. It really depends on my environment and what I, I am able to do. For example, if I am walking to or from work, I might stop somewhere for a couple of minutes and start a grounding exercise beginning with breathing. It is easy and short. Or when the well-known feelings of depression and anxiety come near, I search for social connection. It really depends on what I am facing at the moment. But when we were children or simply too young to know about these mechanisms for coping with our trauma, we simply survive and just move on. Somehow we woke up every morning and continue living our lives as if no trauma was inflicted on us. At some point, we may have assumed some coping mechanism that was not necessarily the healthiest for us. Perhaps we started drinking, using recreational drugs, acted out sexually, overeating, maybe run away, overspending. Anything that could help distract us from the pain from the pain that caused us to feel lost and alone. We are actually avoiding addressing the repercussions of the abuse in a positive way, in a way that will be helpful to us. 
But so again, when we are young, what do we know about working on the right mechanisms to help ourselves? We didn't know anything unless we had these incredible parents that talked to us about everything and we really got it with our very limited uh, minds at very young age. So we picked up these bad behaviors that helped us cope with what was happening to us. So as we grow up and we have already formed some behaviors that may be more detrimental to our mental and physical health, we realize that things aren't exactly working out for us. Now, we may not be able to hold a job. We can't go to gatherings because we can't stop drinking. We are perhaps marginalized from family, from our families because we picked up addictions that are destructive to ourselves and our closest relatives. We now feel even lonelier than ever before. We don't only carry the trauma history, but also the difficulties that we now face due to the maladapting coping skills we picked up in our growing years. Oof. Can it get any worse than this? Perhaps, and likely at one point or another, we have felt that we hit rock bottom, and then something worse happened, and that bottom is not the bottom anymore. I do know that we go through cycles of depression and anxiety. We have our drinks, eatings, drugs, gambling, anything that will give us this temporary relief from all that we have in our lives, from all the anxiety, depression, and stress, things that are disturbing to us. But we also know, or I also know, that we must do something different, that these behaviors can't go on forever. This way of coping with our pain is only creating more harm. Oh my gosh, but how difficult it is, isn't it? How damn hard it is to come face to face with our reality in a sober state. It is much easier to run to our vices about dealing with our pain and stress, or my pain and stress, is that it has to be confronted. That we have to learn how to manage our pain in a positive way. Otherwise, the road to recovery, the road to a better life and a happier life will be so much more difficult than what we think. The temporary distractions, after all, are just that, temporary. In the end, we still have to deal with the past. And what better than to start today? So when I used to have panic attacks, I thought I was dying. And then at some point I learned that a panic attack lasts in an average 10 to 15 minutes. And of course, I learned this through the experience. But I also know that the physical impact does last much more than that. 
After each panic attack, I felt like a track had gone over me. Like I had perhaps just finished a triathlon. Well, I imagined that because I would never. But those minutes during the panic attack, I felt like it was the end for me. Then for my kids too, because sometimes they were sitting next to me in the car. I had all of the symptoms that accompany this affliction. But I was also conscious that this was an unreasonable fear, an unreasonable panic, and that I was not going to die. But having the knowledge didn't stop these panic attacks, and it was so debilitating. So I think after I learned about the average time for the panic attacks was the beginning of a recovery plan for this affliction. I am not sure if the panic attacks are totally gone and forever, but in the last year or so, I only had two episodes of anxiety attacks that didn't reach a full-blown panic attack. Thanks to the tools that I have adopted and learning about managing this malady is that I feel more confident each day in confronting difficult situations. So the reason I'm telling you all this about the panic attacks is because I want you to know that just like I am managing this with the help and knowledge that I acquired through the years, I think you can also manage your afflictions with the help from different sources. Believe me, please. You are here today. You made it this morning. And you have the strength to start taking different actions, one little step at a time. Just seek help, please. Maybe you don't have to seek help with therapists immediately, but there is a ton of things you can find in the internet. There is tons of resources that you can find. Of course, my first recommendation is to go to a therapist. After all, they are trained to help us. Learn all about you can to face your fears, your pains, your addictions, your illnesses. I know you can do this. I believe in you. I am now thinking about how all of my trauma was buried for so many years. How I didn't remember it. How my subconscious decided that I needed much more protection from the memories of the abuse, so it didn't let me remember so much of my childhood. How my coping mechanisms as a child came up automatically without me being aware of it, being shy and isolating myself, keeping my distance from people, not trusting anyone, but at the same time starting to rely on older men. Ugh. Whew. It really makes me so upset to have been so confused and to have looked for protection in all the wrong places in people that took advantage of me. I mean, and I'm not talking about my abuser. No, that was completely different. After that, I just didn't have the right relationships. 
Well, I think I need to be kind here. I need to say to myself that this wasn't my fault. I have to remind myself that this was not my fault. So I'll say it. This was not my fault. I just didn't know any better. And I was a victim then. I am a survivor and a warrior now. I am equipped now to handle my life and own it and guide it in the right way. I deserve good things and good people. And I surround myself with all of the good of the universe. Wow, this felt good. If I wish you could see me. I have a smile ear to ear. We have to be kind to ourselves. Love yourselves. Perhaps you want to do something similar to this too? Anyway, changing the subject, my friends. As I become busier with other projects, I have been thinking about not recording more episodes anymore. But this podcast is so important to me, especially because I see more people following the podcast and the downloads and the different platforms increase every day. So it gives me hope that I have been helping in some way, some very small way perhaps, some survivors and warriors out there. And I don't want anyone to feel like I have abandoned this and that there may be other things that are more important to me. Please, please don't ever think that. That is not the case. You matter to me. You are important to me. Like I said many times before, I don't need to know you. I don't need to know your name. I don't need to know you in person to care. I do care about each of you. But I can promise right now that I will continue. I may need to space out the episodes, but I'm hopeful that I can record a few more. I thank you for your patience with the timing that is being off lately. And I thank you for listening. I send each of you much love.